Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion. Unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Hey, if you're a writer and you're listening to this and you haven't yet submitted a story to us, we're waiting for you. The podcast is currently accepting story submissions under the themes of Something Left on the Doorstep, Ghost Ships, Immortality, Underwater and the Dark Web. If one of those themes has you screaming as you run towards a typewriter, head over to hawkandcleaver.com forward slash submissions for all the details. Also, if you're looking for your next read and want to learn a little more about how The Other Stories was born, two of our non-fiction books are now up for pre-order on Amazon. One to Five Million by Luke Condor, that's myself, Lessons Learned from Podcasting in My Pants When Nobody Was Looking, and Collaboration for Authors by Daniel Wilcox, a complete guide to collaborating, finding a partner, and accelerating your author career. Both of these are available from Amazon right now and the links are in the episode description but you can snag yourself a free copy by becoming a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. Today's episode is Member Discount written by Vanessa Watson and narrated by Jasmine Arch. Please be warned, in today's episode there is some graphic and racy content that may not be suitable for younger ears so please cover your child's ears. There's the graphic content... Also, I've heard reports of your child's ears coming to life and destroying small towns in Norway, so please cover them. Anyway, on with the show. (sighs) Joey muttered under her breath, letting a small puff of air escape her mouth. The warm vapour collided with the frigid air around her, then quickly dissipated. She took a long drag of her cigarette, and as the menthol settled in her lungs, she glared at her target from across the nearly pitch-black street. There were the usual, 
albeit few, yellow-toned street lamps littered through this rundown part of town, sure, but they did nothing to deter crime or make any woman feel safe walking home alone after dusk. The streets were abandoned, save for the one after-hours hole-in-the-wall pub in town. It was the kind of place that always had a sticky film draped over the bar, dirtying many a forearm. The kind of place that boasted a thick, musky aroma, even in the colder months. Chipped wooden bar stools, flickering lights, and nobody knew if the bathrooms had ever really been cleaned. Joey heard a sizzle and realized a rogue raindrop had muted the stress reliever wedged between her fingers. Rolling her eyes, she quietly tossed the butt into the dumpster she was hiding behind and resolved not to light another. She would need to move at a moment's notice and couldn't allow any distractions to slow her. Readjusting her beanie down round her shaved head, she could feel the drizzling rain begin to soak through and chill her scalp. The target better hurry up and move, or she'd have to do this another night. No, no. No more time. It had to be tonight. Joey made a mental note to bundle up better next time and crouched behind the dumpster to continue surveying her target, the man who had dragged her out of her cosy bed in the middle of this freezing night. Although, if she played her cards right, it'd be worth it. Damon Sarsgaard. Not your typical ladies' man, but he sure as hell tried. Aside from a chiseled jawline... Chocolate-coloured, curly hair pulled back into a loose ponytail and creamy caramel eyes were his treats for alluring prey. They all had them. Tricks disguised as treats. Like Joey, Damon had his mind set on a target of his own tonight. A pretty little thing, not a day older than fifteen. How she managed to weasel her way into a bar wasn't that shocking in this area. She probably didn't even need an ID, Joey thought. The greasy, overweight man guarding the front doorway to the bar confirmed her suspicions as she caught him pawing another miner who just walked in. He didn't even try to hide, groping her in a half-assed attempt to help her remove her dripping jacket. Gross, Joey shuddered. They're leaving. Look alive, Joe. Damon slithered his arm around the slim waist of his newfound toy and led her out the back door to the alley behind the bar. The douche didn't waste any time. Just as soon as the door latch echoed down the alley, he darted his head left and right. Confirming no witnesses, he violently cupped his hand round his victim's mouth and used his body weight to pin her up against the rough brick wall adjacent to the bar's exit. She squirmed under his gripping strength, but being half his size, didn't stand much of a chance. Even in the dark, from across the street, Joey could see him fervently unbuttoning and unzipping to reveal the poor girl's worst nightmare. Time to move. Joey crept out from her hiding place with expert stealth, remaining bathed in shadows as she hurried her way across a crumbling pavement. The scuffling commotion between the beast and his prey muffled Joey's approach, and she leapt as high as she could onto Damon's back, pressing a chloroform-drenched cloth so hard against his face that she thought the force might break his nose. Damon thrashed about for a moment, grunting and clawing at Joey's arms slamming his back into the building's brick wall, causing Joey to wince and grit her teeth in pain from the crack she heard in her ribs. Searing pain was sometimes part of the deal. 
She knew what she was getting into the first time she laid eyes on this one. Not much longer, she thought. Just hang on. As Damon finally succumbed, his body slumped forward and thumped against the cold, wet ground. Joey breathlessly released her grip and slowly stood to inspect the perpetrator. She needed to be sure he was truly out. Yep, bastards down for the count. Joey turned to face her avenged and was met with a wide-eyed, tearful but grateful expression. Without saying a word, the girl straightened her skirt and wiped her cheeks with the backs of her hands. Under the glow of the streetlights, Joey recognized her as one of the neighborhood kids that played street hockey every summer. In a low voice, Joey told her she needed to get home, and then watched as the girl nodded, ran down the street, and disappeared into her apartment building. After she retrieved what she came for, she stuffed the treasure into a thick sack and tossed it into a backpack. As she zipped the closure, she stared at Damon's unconscious body and sighed. Hopefully, someone would find him soon, or all that pulsating blood beginning to pool around him would do more than leave him seriously lightheaded. Joey swung her right leg over her bicycle seat and steadily pedaled toward home. The rain really began to pour as Joey's soaked fingers fumbled for her front door key under the welcome mat. On the porch, she propped her bike up against the house and felt pleased as she unlocked the door and pushed it open. Once inside, Maximus Prime, her adoring kitty, twirled round her ankles, leaving behind little white hairs on her black jeans as a reminder of his love. Joey smiled sweetly and stroked his tail as she set her backpack on the floor next to the maroon-cushioned entryway bench. She sat down and untied her heavy black combat boots, dropping them to the floor. Let's get you something to eat, eh? Are you a hungry boy? She peeled off her jacket and beanie, flinching a bit from her sore ribs, and the two friends strolled to the kitchen. Maximus stove into his meal with delight, and Joey settled on reheating some leftover chilli for herself. She poured a glass of dry red, then grabbed her steaming bowl out of the microwave and rummaged through a box of saltine crackers in the pantry, looking for a sleeve that hadn't gone stale yet. Her stomach grumbled as she glanced toward the clock on the wall in the living room. 3.17am. Damn, seriously? On one hand, she was impressed at how fast she'd become at her craft and pedalling across town to make it home before sunrise. On the other, she kicked herself for going so long without food. Joey wandered toward the couch with a mouthful and found that familiar imprint of her ass to nestle in. She placed her chilli bowl and half-eaten cracker sleeve on the side table next to the couch, lifted the screen of her laptop and clicked the power button on. The welcome screen illuminated her favourite photo of Maximus, and she opened her anonymous email account to start a new draft. Job well done. Remaining balance now due. Subtract member discount. Joey slipped another spoonful of meaty chilli into her mouth and chewed. She decided that was all that needed to be said. The recipient wouldn't require a decoder to understand the message. She hit send turned off the computer and lifted her heels onto the coffee table. Max jumped down from the back of the couch and into Joey's lap, his little head resting on her thigh. She felt something digging into her tailbone and she plunged her hand in between the cushions to find the television remote. 
A little Netflix sounded perfect to help her relax after a long, hard day at work. A couple of episodes into her new favourite crime drama, Joey had finished off her bowl of chilli and only crumbs still lay in the cracker sleeve. Satiated, she grinned to herself and gave Max one last ear scratch before standing up. Bowl in the sink and wine glass refilled, Joey made her way back to the front door. She shouldered her backpack and slipped on a pair of house shoes to venture to the shed in the backyard. Here it comes, her absolute favourite part. Joey slid the key into the padlock on the shed's door and twisted. The happy click granted her access to her sanctuary. Crooked splintered shelves lined all four walls inside the shed, and atop the shelves were strange jars in neat rows, each containing its own specimen that Joey had retrieved. Her trophy room. The shelves were obviously built by an amateur, but what they housed was of a different calibre entirely. Joey felt her way to the centre of the dark shack and tugged on the chain hanging down in the middle of the room. The space was instantly flooded with red light and she proudly looked over her accomplishments until she came to the empty vessel farthest away from the shed's door. All of the jars were occupied, except for this one. After emptying the contents of her backpack, she felt a rush of bittersweet emotion as she unscrewed the top of the container and began to lower her new prize down into the glass completing her collection, or at least what she had space for at the time. She paused, curious. Now that she thought about it, she couldn't recall a single client that had ever asked her what the member discount was for. None of them was aware that she had taken a memento from every job, a little reminder of her life's work. Or maybe they did. Maybe they'd seen those gory details on the evening news. Either way, it didn't matter. Communication was severed completely once final payment was received. And at the end of the day, her clients were just happy to be getting a discount. Joey's services were not cheap. So this was just her small way of giving back to those who were essentially paying her bills. It was because of them that she could earn a living doing what she loved. After all... Isn't that everyone's goal in life? The flesh in her fist was still a little warm, and she couldn't bring herself to drop it into the bottom of the empty jar. She didn't know why. She just... couldn't. Standing there frozen, Joey let her eyes peer down at the crusted blood near the incision she'd made. Instantly, she was reminded of stories she read in high school, college and in her spare time when she found herself curiously falling down a rabbit hole of odd internet articles. Stories of mighty warriors who had tasted the flesh of their fallen enemies, perhaps as a means to exert complete control over one's foes. Joey felt her heart race. Should I? I mean, I've been doing this for so long, and I've never even... No, that's sick. Twisted. Just... just wrong. Well, I mean, it's not like anybody will ever find out. And if I don't like it, I I don't ever have to do it again. And at least then, I'll know. Satisfied that she had presented herself with a convincing enough argument, Joey slowly retreated her hand, still clutching its treasure, out of the jar. She sat on the floor of the shed and stared at the dismembered manhood for what seemed like hours. Finally, she mustered up enough courage 
and raised the flesh to her lips. The smell was familiar, bringing to memory flashbacks of drunken encounters from years past. Joey opened her mouth and pressed her canines deep into her prize. The heavy chili still sat in her belly, keeping her feeling full. But this was a different kind of hunger. The flavor exploded on her tongue and she ravenously chewed and tore into the meat she held in her hands. A little blood squirted onto her cheeks and dribbled down her wrists, but she didn't even notice. I wonder if all the others are this delicious, Joey excitedly thought as she jumped up and grabbed another jar. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Other Stories. Member Discount was written by Vanessa Watson, narrated by Jasmine Arch, edited by Carl Hughes, and music by Callum Patterson, Mayu, and Tom Robson. Sound effects were provided by freesound.org and zapsplat.com. The episode illustration was provided by Luke Spooner of Carry On House. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can help support the show over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. You can join our book club and chat about the podcast over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash hawk and cleaver. T-shirts and mugs are available at gumroad.com forward slash hawk and cleaver. The Other Stories is a production of the story studio Hawk and Cleaver and is brought to you with a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. That means don't change it, don't sell it, but by all means share the hell out of it. Until next time. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.